What's up, everybody? Are you bad at handling money? Do you just not have as much money as you would like to have? Do you just stink when it comes to money? Well, today's video, we're going to be talking about how to master money. This is the Existential Stoic Podcast. I'm Randy. That's Danny. What's going on, Danny? What's up, Randy? Yeah, so this is something that I think a lot of people want, but nobody actually does. Everyone wants to be rich, but most people are just broke or worse in debt. Yeah, I think I think a lot of people would like to just have not be broken in debt too. I think that'd be good too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's I mean, it's tough for Americans because you start out in a system, you know nothing about money. Your parents don't teach you about money. School doesn't teach you about money. Uh, but all of them tell you, you have to go to university and you can't go to a local college because, you know, <laughs> no. that's a local college. Who goes there? You got to go some prestige name brand school and $50,000 a year. <laughs> you graduate with an undergraduate degree that's worthless and then you own a quarter million dollars. Yeah. Well, not to mention, too, I think it's like this country too everybody's in debt everyone so it's like even the country is in serious mm -hmm. debt so it's like very hard to like have any idea of money it's just very difficult yeah yeah well fortunately for our listeners today we're going to be yeah. talking about how to master money i think this is something that uh, i've gotten a lot better at over life uh it took one of my friends telling me that i'm absolutely terrible with money for me to kind of start to get it together <laughs> like that was that was a moment where i was like ouch but that's true I need that hurts but yes yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah i think i've got so, yeah. yeah so we're each going to share three quick fixes uh, i'll go first my first one is what gets measured gets managed and this i'm going to use one of the uh the bad words of money that nobody likes it's called budgeting and here's the crazy thing you don't even need to budget really if you just monitor where your money goes, like for me, I do budget, but I also, every expense that I have, I write it down. If you just did that, you would start to see where your money goes and it would, it would start to incur a little bit of pain when you're spending because then <laughs> instead of you just being like, oh, it's just a dollar. Oh, it's just $2. Oh, it's just $4. You're like, oh, I got to write it down again. Forget it. I yeah. don't want that. <laughs> You know, it's funny when you when you first told me about that, I remember I started doing it. It is really effective. It's like surprisingly funny because it also just makes you more aware. Because, you know, I was thinking about that, too, because like I think in the in the past, before everything went digital, people used to have a checkbook and they used to balance it and they used to keep track of it. You know, you had to because you wouldn't know what was in your account because the banks weren't processing things that fast. So it was like necessary. But that all kind of stopped. And then it's like, yeah, you could check it on your phone, but there's a different, it's like, there's a disconnect. I think when you write it down, it's different and it really does work. Yeah. I think that's a really good one. Super easy. I like that. Yeah. My first one um, is a little different. It's focus on, on doing what's good for you, what interests you. And I think this is important because a lot of times we talk about, you know, being better with money, mastering money. We forget about also like, pursuing things that we really want because if we're happy we're not gonna waste the money too and shop for because we're depressed or you know be stressed out and not have the capacity to focus and know what we're doing so i think really kind of trying to make your life right for you is also part of this and necessary if you really want to master it that's a that's a great one i think that one is so uh undervalued 
people don't even question why they need why money is so necessary because <laughs> yeah. it's really not it like reminds mm. me of that story about the guy who went on vacation in mexico or something like that and he's on the beach and he sees someone fishing down there and he goes up to him and he's like hey you know if you got really good at that you know you could get some friends together you could start a little fishing company then after like five ten years you could have like yeah. the biggest fishing conglomerate in all of mexico after that 30 years later you retire and then you can do whatever you want and the guy's like why would i do that i spend my day fishing here i go drink yeah. have play guitar with friends later like why do i need to do all this stuff for the next 30 years so i can just mm. enjoy my life now and mm. yeah i think i think a lot of people miss that because they're like i have to make money instead of just being like i have to enjoy my life if you enjoy your life the mm. money will likely come yeah i think too many of us miss that yeah yeah so my next one is another very, very important one that a lot of people don't get. It's called live below your mean. <laughs> so yeah. I, think it was, I think it was Franklin or someone like that. He's like, if you earn $100 and spend $98, you will be entirely happy. But if you earn $100 and spend $102, you're going to be miserable. And it's like, it is simple math, but it's like the math that we didn't learn. We spent all these years learning trigonometry and geometry and calculus and all this stuff that's garbage. It doesn't matter when really the simple arithmetic yeah. is of if you just save more money than you actually spend, if you earn more money than you spend and you save the latter of it, well, then you're going to do great. You know, it's such a good one. And for the longest time, I never did that. I always made probably like I always way spent like overspent, you know, completely. I think a lot of people do, especially when you're young. But I think it's it's because it's hard too, you know, like it's hard to like at the in the moment, you know, you just want a coffee or you want something to eat and you, you don't want to think about all that. And it's depressing and you're stressed and you don't haven't thought about it before. So it seems so overwhelming. But it's like the funny thing is once you start looking at it, actually, it's pretty easy to start getting it under control and then you feel even better because mm -hmm. then you're not just blowing money and you actually have control over it and more control in your life i like that one I mean, it's good yeah and plus most people don't even know how much money they have how much money they make <laughs> yeah. how much money they spend so they're just kind of like ballparking it until they get an alert from their bank they've been overdrawn <laughs> like five times this month <laughs> not only not only they spend more money than mm -hmm. they have but now they owe the bank a hundred dollars for having for five overdrawals or something like that Oh, I know. That's like the, the worst thing, too, is they get everybody that way. You know, especially if you always play it close, you'll always get caught with it. And it sucks. Yeah, it's a good one. Um, it goes nicely, too, I think, with my second one, which is, you know, and this kind of goes with my first one, but know what matters to you and what you value. I think this is the other side of it is like we think of money, we think of like budgeting, we think of that, but we forget that it's like it's really about what our values are, what's important. Do you really care about having those shoes? Do you really care about getting the next game now and it's brand new and costs the most it will cost. Like, do you care about, you know, what really matters to you? What do you really need? And using that to help you guide your spending so that you're not just like wasting money. Cause I think too much of it is like, you know, out of other reasons that we spend it. Dude, a lot of people are just busy buying things that yeah. they didn't even want, but they were just advertised to. And they're like, ah, oh, I got to have that. Or I got to keep up with the Joneses. Like funny story at the co-working place where I go, uh, there's this one dude there. I've been paying attention for the past three weeks. When I first noticed it, he has not worn the same pair of shoes again. So he has over 21 yeah. pairs of shoes yeah. and 
I'm, I'm still counting because I'm like, this is incredible. Like, yeah. he's just every day, just new pair of shoes. And yeah, so people spend think about what I that mean, costs. Like, you know, yeah. like, I mean, hey, if you really like shoes, that's cool. That's up to him. But like, Dude, and they're not they're not cheap ones. They're like Air Jordans. <laughs> and like, yeah, definitely. But yeah. that's just it, though, right? If that really matters to you, great. Do it then if it makes you happy. But if it, re- it doesn't really matter to you, that's the yeah. question, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's all whatever values. So that's a good one. My last one is uh, counterintuitive. Okay, this one, a lot of people are going to say no way. But every time I've done this, I end up making back way more money than anything I ever do. No way. So, yeah, way. So the last one is be generous. And it's totally <laughs> counterintuitive. But it's just, I, the way that I look at it is like, you know, you can't get anything without giving. And really, if you want to get something, you should start giving it first. So just like when I when I used to live in Philadelphia, I would just keep one dollar bills in my back pocket because there's always people asking for money on the corner. And I used to be very like very curmudgeonly, very stingy about my money. Be like, no way. Like I saw you here asking for money yesterday. You're going to ask two days in a row. No, absolutely not. And then one day I was just like, (laughs) what the heck? Like it's a dollar. What am I going to do with a dollar? And so I just started carrying them in my back pocket and just when they ask, I just give it to them and you feel a lot more open, but also like I noticed that a lot more money started flowing towards me. And then I've always noticed that whenever I up my give, the amount that's coming back increases as well. And I think it's kind of like this mentality where if you're trying to hold on to your money, you could, you have this closed fist and you can hold it, but no more money can enter. Whereas if you have yeah. like an open palm, yeah, sure. You give money away, but a lot more can enter it. And I think it's kind of a spiritual principle that goes along with money. No, I think you're on something there too. There's quite a lot of psychological factors as well, right? Like, you know, you're being generous. You're, you're in a position to help other people. You're also getting perspective on your situation, which probably like is useful and keeps you in a positive attitude and all and keeps you going, which probably helps you, you know, do more too. And I think it's just like, that's really good. Yeah. I think too many people are the opposite where they just like, treat all those people like they don't exist they don't matter and it's like you can totally it's such an easy thing and it doesn't cost a lot you're right like you could be a dollar it could be a quarter i mean you know and that's something so it could be oh you always have something you can get i think it's a good one I like that be a better world yeah and then my uh my last one is um investing your own growth and i think this is like crucial because i think you know for most of us we blow money and we don't do anything to make our situation better. But if we invest in ourselves, you know, whether it's learning new skills or whether it's, you know, taking time to actually relax and not be stressed and worried, whatever, you know, you can actually make your life a lot better and you'll get more money because you'll be in a better position to make it. Dude, that one, I think that one is so critical and so overlooked. Like most people are like, what's the best investment that I (laughs) do? I buy Tesla do I buy Apple? Do I buy cryptocurrencies? Do I buy a house? Do I buy a new car? Like, what's the best investment? Do I do I flip yard sale stuff? And it's just like, no, actually, the best investment is investing in yourself. And it's shown time and time again from like the world's richest people, like both Bill Gates and Warren Buffett, two of the richest people on earth, they were asked if you could have any superpower. And this includes like being invisible, being able to yeah. fly all these like insane strength. If you could have any superpower, what would it be? And both of them said the ability to read faster, the ability to invest in themselves and learn more. 
Like these are the two richest guys. If you want to be one of the richest guys in the world, you might want to model the two richest guys in the world. Well, you know, it's funny too. Whenever people are asking like, what should I invest in Tesla or whatever? Just say it's too late. If you're asking that, it's too late. You know, like, yeah. it's too late. doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. yeah, it's true though. It is true. It's always I want to say, yeah, you got to invest in yourself and get there. Nice. Yeah, that's a great one. Yeah, so that in a nutshell yeah. is how to master money. Just six quick Ooh. tips that could help you get a little bit further down the road. Danny and I are still learning as well, but you can learn along with us. And maybe we, we can all get a little bit smarter, make the world a better place. So that's all for today's episode of the Existential Stoke podcast, How to Master Money. I'm Randy. That's Danny. I'll see you later, Danny. Later, Randy.